listening to the smartest podcast. We are smart as mother. I don't know why I added that. I'm sorry. I'm fired up today. My name is Justin Long Carrick, and I'm with motherfucking Joe Sack. <laughs> what's happening? I don't know. I don't what the know. heck just happened? A whole bunch of bleeps just happened. Is what's happening? Oh my! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm Seriously. on the caffeine. Woo! All of a sudden, like Spotify is going to be like, "Hey, you know what? We don't have a problem with explicit stuff, but this guy's a little much. This guy's a little much." Yes, I am Joe Seiler. <sighs> and can I start this episode with a question? Okay. You may be the wrong person to ask this question to, I have a feeling. But I'm going to throw it out to to, to kind of everyone. When's the last time you had to take a test? Not like a not like a HIV test or anything like that, okay? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I have never had to take an HIV Look, test. Look, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's not the kind of test I'm talking about. But like an exam. Let's say. Oh, gosh. Probably not since I did my real estate exams. Okay. So that's a long, is that a long time ago? Uh, easily almost 20 years ago. Okay. So there you go. All right. So let's talk for a second because, you know, in this world of self-improvement and stuff like that, we, we often take some courses to kind of better ourselves. I'm currently taking a course to better myself and I have to write an exam. And D, the last time I wrote an exam was in college, man. Do you know how hard it is to study for an exam now at 45, almost 46 years old? I actually do not. <laughs> back then, yeah, you wouldn't. No. Back, back in school, that's all you had to worry about. My kids make but, it look really easy. Because oh. that's all they have to worry about. Whereas now in this world, like it's like as a as a forty five, almost forty six year old man, I've got to worry about my family. I've got to worry about work. I've got to worry about this podcast. But this podcast, not much of a worry. But and then I got to find time to study. It's hard, man. And mm. so I've got to write this, and I'm terrified. I am absolutely terrified that the last X amount of months. Is just going to end up being a waste. So you've got you've got Pepto Bismol on IV at this point. Oh my god, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm I'm having nightmares, mm. and it's like every chance I get to look at my computer, I'm like looking at my computer, and it's like I'm just I'm going nuts. It's mm. it's crazy. Anyway, that, it's just that's what's happening in my world, man. It's and, and let me know if it <laughs> if you're out there. And you got some tips for a grown ass person who's taking an exam? Can you please let me know? Because I have none. I, I literally, honestly, yeah, I'm clearly, useless right now. <laughs> clearly, you are. <laughs> oh why. my god, I've been quiet the whole time because I'm like, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so, it's just, it's nerve wracking. And, and you know, like I said, back in school, whether it be high school or college, writing exams were. You know, it was like, okay, well, I have to study for my exams. But that's all I had to do. Mm. Well, you know and, what I mean? And that smoke was all and that drink was my- and have sex with I girls didn't. and things like that. I didn't do any of that stuff. None of that Mom. stuff. Mom, you're listening. I didn't do oh, any of shit. that Oh, shit. Mom, sorry. So. Mrs. Seiler, I know you're a regular listener. I apologize. <laughs> Your son was an angel. I had no idea so, who he was back then, but I'm sure now, he was an angel. Now, and I, I actually was. I was very much, very much innocent. Bro, I was super naive. I didn't do any <laughs> drugs until I was like in my 30s. 
You're not even supposed to be talking that you do that stuff, man. You're supposed to. Marijuana is marijuana is illegal. Marijuana is legal now. Not in your 30s. It wasn't. <laughs> Was it? I don't know. I no <laughs> anyway. That's it. That's it. Like, I just had to get that off. Like, I am. So if I'm a little bit off today, it's because you look a little so, disheveled. I mean, I've been so, <laughs> I've been so nervous. I'm sorry I haven't about shaved that. my beard in months because I'm so nervous. Just trying to cover up your face. It's glorious, though. It I is a good it. beard. I like it. I appreciate the effort that's gone into that beard. And it's getting softer as it gets longer, which is nice. That's I like to just good. I like to stroke it. Uh, my beard. Uh, I gotta take a sip. <laughs> okay, I think we should actually start the show. Sure. Uh, we everybody knows the rules by now. We're gonna give ourselves a couple minutes per topic, and when we hear that bell, is that the right button? I, have, I felt like it was gonna hit the wrong button there. Woof, that was weird. This show's uh, off the rails. Move on. Every week something goes wrong. I started yeah. with all that stuff. You're freaking out because your exams. Who knows what's going to happen this week? That's it. Uh, listen, I had to go to Sarnia the other day. Oh, lovely Sarnia, Ontario. Sarnia, strange, Ontario. Strange fact is uh, I spent some of my uh, younger years growing up in Sarnia. I do not envy that. <laughs> I, For I, me growing up, I, I think I was like two three and four it was wonderful place mm -hmm, mm -hmm, fair uh so <laughs> we were not in a nice part of sarnia i'll tell you that right now <laughs> does that exist <laughs> i don't know but i it must exist in fairness to sarnians how do you say that sarnians that would make sense yeah uh so we're but the trick was the thing that i got to talk about right now yeah it's been on my mind for a week and a half and i wanted to talk about it last week but you took over your rant right and it was just ranting 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 yeah, that was me last week. <laughs> so that's like someone someone posted in the comments last week. They're like, "This just sounded like what's what's grinding Joe's Jesus yeah, episode." That's what it was. Let's be honest. Let's call it All what right. it is. Yeah. Uh, so I'm driving on the 401, the lovely 401. Yeah, it's not a lovely. The weather road. on the way down was kind of crappy, a little bit snowy and whatnot. So I understand why people drive a little slower on the snow on the 401 when it's a little snowy, especially mm -hmm. considering that section of the 401 is absolutely murderous like it's yeah, not it's, awful. it's and, and people and, die on that section of the 401 all the time so that's statistically true 100 percent. that yes. section of the 401 is downright dangerous that's when weather starts to get bad 100 yes there's yep. like math that's when you see on the news those massive pileups from fog and stuff that's that section of the 401 yep uh so <clears throat> the thing i have that bugs me is the nature with which we understand the rules of the highway joe Okay. So there are three lanes on a highway like that. Yeah. The right-hand far lane is what we would consider the slow lane or the, the or lane. the emerging lane. So like when cars come on and off the highway, you want to you want to give them space, they come on into that lane. Right? Now kids, if you're listening, Justin is te this is part of the driver's test. Yes, you, you got to know, know this. this. And even so if even if you don't get taught this, this is important. The middle lane is the regular driving lane. I don't know what the name of it is. I, I don't know. That's a fine name with it. The driving lane. Let's call it uh, that. Let's just call it that. The flow of traffic should stay in that lane for the most part. Mm -hmm. The third part, the third lane on the inside is yep. considered the passing lane. The yes, passing lane. The idea behind this lane, and I have seen Constable Carrie Schmidt talk about this regularly. 
God, Constable, good old Constable Kerry Schmidt. I'm name dropping here, folks. Yeah, you are. Uh, and he talks you know, about I, this. Do you regular. know I've I've met Constable Kerry? Schmidt? Come on, we need this guy on the show. Well, it's been a long. Make time. a call, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Get that glorious beard on the phone and make a call. All right, go on. So I tend to drive, and you can you know come and get me and hate me if you want, but I drive around 130 kilometers per hour on this highway in safe conditions when it's safe enough to do so. Mm-hmm. And the highway, I actually I don't even remember now. Is the highway 110 out there now? I don't know. I haven't been out there since. I can't remember. Like I know the Kiwi Niagara is 110 now. Yes, I know it that, is. Yes. and I love that it is. Yeah, it's great. It should so, be. So, All of them should. be. So we're driving along 130, and you come across people. In the fast lane that are just sitting there. Not in the passing problem. Lane. It's well, the passing the lane. The passing lane that are just sitting there. So this is this here becomes my problem. The idea behind the passing lane is to pass. You pull out and you pass other cars and you pull back in. So what I do is I stay in the middle lane and there's usually large gaps, right? You drive along, and then when there's cars coming up, I tend to put the cruise control on, and I have this cool little system in the cruise control now. A lot of these cars have these auto distance, lane lane keeping, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is, is as soon as I feel the car start to slow because there's a car in front of me, I pull into the passing lane, the car goes fast, passes that car back into the middle lane. That's how I drive. So. So your car, you have a car yes. that will physically slow itself down when when it senses a, a car in front of you. Yes. When you get to a certain distance, it slows it down and brings it to an, uh, you can choose the distance with which you want to be away from that car. And it will, it will match the, all the way down to a crawl. The, okay. All the and way down to a stop. I, and, and I want to get into this, but. I'm trying to understand your vehicle. So when you, so your your foot's not on the gas at all because you're in cruise. Yep. Okay. So when you switch to the passing lane, it automatically picks up the pace again to your preset cruise kit. God damn, I need a car like that. Yeah. So it's oh. good. It's so good. All right. So you so pull into you the passing that, lane. You pull in the passing lane. Your car guns it again. It doesn't gun it, but it goes well, it back, gets it to, back the to the speed. 130 is gunning it enough. Okay, Fair. my man. Fair. <laughs> All right. Fair. So it goes to the speed. You get around that car uh-huh. and you move back into your move middle back lane. into the middle lane. That's how I drive. Okay? okay. No, no bullshit. I'm not just saying this for for shits and giggles for radio clout or whatever you want to call this. I'm not some <laughs> no, kind of angel. I mean, the fact that I'm going 100. Listen, you're gonna get. listen, shut up, Joe. I got a point. Listen, <laughs> 130 kilometers an hour is fast enough already. I'm technically like, you know, fucking around here. So I'm, t- I would t- here. He's brushing his beard in the middle of my conversation. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what grinds my gears, Joe, there it is. There it is. Is the people that just sit in the passing lane and don't move or. The people that think they're doing the passing lane thing and they're in the middle lane and they suddenly pull out into the passing lane, but they go like a half a kilometer faster than the car they're trying to pass. Right. And here's the other thing that I just noticed. And this is just no, I just, my son will tell you, he was sitting there and I'm sitting there grumbling. Honda CRV drivers, and I used to be one of them. I don't know. I had one a few years back. Mm-hmm. Honda CRV drivers seem to be the worst. Really? I keep coming along in it. You've got a Honda CRV that right down to a vehicle. I have it right down to a vehicle. Honda CRV drivers cannot figure out how to use that passing lane properly. And I'm telling okay. you, 90% of the traffic problems in this gosh darn 
province, country, Three. continent would wow. be ta- and you know who the best ones are? Americans. Americans see you coming and they're like, "Ooh, pull over, you go by and maybe they pull back. I don't give a shit as long as you get out of the way. That's my see, concern." They- the thing is, I think in the States, you can get in a lot more trouble than in Canada for driving in that lane. My heart rate. Oh. Okay. So breathe. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm about to say something. Do it. I generally drive in the passing lane. I'm okay with that if you get but, out of the fucking way. And that's the thing is I will, if I see a car that's coming hard towards, and I don't drive buck 30, I'm up there, but not quite there. Mm. I'm almost there. But if I see a car coming hard, yep. I do if I even if I have to get going faster to get around the car that's in that middle lane so I can get over, I will. Mm-hmm. And and I know what I'm doing is wrong. I get that. I get that, but I hate traffic and I hate slow people. And generally, you know, you tend to I want to tell people, look, if you're driving 100 to 110 i want you or anywhere between whatever to 110 because let's all remember it's a maximum Mm -hmm. the limit is a maximum of 100 yep you can drive 90 but you better be in that that far lane that that lane where you've just merged in yep i hate slow drivers yep okay so that's what generally but i don't even think it's slow drivers joe it's not about the slow driving but again it is in the sense because if i want to go 125 and let's say the average person on the highway is going 115 Uh they're then they're slower than me i'm not saying they're slow they're slower than me but i think the point though becomes joe is that if everyone respected the rules of the road and how the lanes are supposed to be used everyone would be not it wouldn't feel like there were slow drivers because they would just get out of the way and you'd be able to pass you may be right that's all that's all i'm asking folks and so just keep what? your head up when you're driving. And it's even worse on the way home when I'm coming home and it's nine o'clock at night and it's dark and, and my lights are shining in your fucking back window in wow, your mirror. Wow. He's so angry. And you still just sit there. He's so angry. Sit there. He's angry. He's like, he's playing me. Two things. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. One, you know what I learned? Um, my wife's cousin came over from Wales one time and he was, and they drive like maniacs. He's a, he because he's used to he goes to Germany and drives on the autobahn and all this stuff right. Mm. So I'm driving and I couldn't pass in the passing lane. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna pass in the slow lane because I could. And he goes, oh my god, I can't believe you just did that. You undercut this these people. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just passed him. He's like, no, no. He goes, if you were over there it, and you did that to me, I would I would do everything in my power to run you off the road. Okay. I'm like, really? Okay. I'm like, that's that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Under like, he's like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If you did that to me, I would lose my shit. And I'm like, oh, all right, interesting. And but going, yeah, I was gonna say they actually tell you that it's more dangerous to undercut, and that's my problem with the whole thing because you end up going around people like that, even on our roads here. Yeah, and it causes more problems for people around. Well, and like I watch and I watch people and I criticize people who are all over the place, who are weaving in and out. I don't, I don't like that shit because that's dangerous. Mm. But I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy either. But I, I'm like you. I would, if everything worked the way it should, which it's never gonna do. No. Hey, uh, this is funny. Um, quickly, 
because I know we probably have to move on. We do. But uh, you know what's funny? It, it goes along with this topic and you driving on the road. Do you sometimes stop for food? I do on on the side of the I road did, on like a, on well, like the on route. Well, well like I was gonna say, I don't like pick up like roadkill. Like that's what it yeah. kind of sounded like you were trying to suggest there. No, no we uh, last night we came back from Kitchener and we stopped at an on route on the way home. Okay, so mm-hmm. so here I saw a meme today that would really uh, it would relate to you very much. Okay, this is uh, from uh, at average underscore dad one. Oh. Dads hate stopping on road trips because then all of the vehicle they have worked hard to pass for the last hour get back ahead of them. Yes, so good. It's true. So good. It's 100% true. When I when I get off the highway to get gas, my goal is always to find someone who would have passed me and passed them again. It's like dying in a video game and having to restart at the spawn point way further back and having to go through it all again. If if you know what? If that's like it, then then right on. That but, is but like it. I thought that was perfect. That's I thought lovely. that was a perfect meme, and I think it I think it suits exactly what we just spoke about. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Been to the gym lately? Oh, don't even get me started. Oh God. Here, now so, your turn. Now your turn. Sorry. You know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> So uh, I took a while off the gym. Because, uh, you know, had to had to work on my health, but, like, not at the gym health. I had to do some stuff on just take care of myself. So I stopped at the gym for a while, but I've, I've started going back in the last three weeks. I usually go, I'm a 5, 5.30 in the morning gym guy. Okay. I can't do Yesterday, it. Yesterday, I it, love it. No, oh, it's the best thing in the world. It, you know what? Gets my day going. And uh, you know what? If you're listening right now and you go to the gym... Let me know. Tell us. Tell us. I'll be going you know, at nine o'clock tonight, my friend. What time do you go to the gym? All right, here we go. So, yesterday morning I did not go to the gym, mm. and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I need to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the gym, right?" Because it also helps me just kind of forget everything else. What it helps you with is 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 releasing more of that testosterone to continue to allow you to grow that glorious beard. Right. That, I'm just going to try to throw that into the show as many times as I possibly can. Just that too. <laughs> but it allows me it allows me to kind of just go okay whew, I'm not there's nothing else in my world right now other than being here doing this okay so I said I gotta go to the gym so I said to, I said to my wife I said look I gotta go to the gym um you know and she looks at me weird like because I never go at night I mm. never go at night and it's like almost eight o'clock I texted you and you told me you were in Kitchener. I said, no, I go to the gym. You're like, no, I'm in Kitchener. I'm like, all right, whatever. (laughs) So I go to the gym. Wait, were you asking me to go to the gym with you? I was going to see if you want to go gymming. Bro. Yeah, bro. I'm having a moment. Hang on. I think I'm going to cry. Yeah, right? All right. Yeah, while you do that. I have never seen so many people in the gym at one time ever yeah. in my life. And it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm going in my head. I'm going, go home. Mm. Go to bed. Mm. Like, why are you here? I saw a little child at the gym. Your resolutions like, aren't going to work, my friends. That person's not even supposed to be in here. He's a little child. And then, <laughs> above all that, I got lucky. <laughs> I'm not at a big gym. It's a smaller gym. We don't have the gear, the amount of gear that a gym like you. Are, are you at. willing to say the name of the gym? Yeah, sure. Planet Fitness. Oh, I've been to Planet Fitness. I like it. 
I like Planet Fitness at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> at 8 o'clock at night, there's 8 billion people there. I, Planet Fitness has a great app. It says, okay, there are... Does um, it tell you how many people are logged into the gym? It just says how busy it is. It oh. gives like a, a... There's a meter. That's cool. Let's say, let's say the meter is 10 things long, okay? It only had two filled in. So it's like, oh, yeah, the gym's not... I'm like, oh, the gym's not that busy. No, no. The gym should have been 11 things long. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have gone. It was... There's people waiting for different things. I got lucky. I got, like, I waited for, like, two minutes, got onto what I needed to get onto. I actually was able to do my entire workout last night, which was surprising with the amount of people that were there. Mm. That being said, the 5.30 in the morning crew... Pretty standard. You know who's going to be there. Five, we talk to each other. I don't know anyone's name. Love Me it. and my buddy have dubbed this way old man. Be. This old man, we call him Phil. I don't know why we call him Phil. He just looks like he would be a Phil. But you know what you're getting. At 8 o'clock at night last night, I was like, I'm like, okay, every cross-section of gym cliche was <sighs> there. Okay. Now, Planet and, Fitness has those thumper alarms, right? Yeah, but I've, I've heard it used one time. But so my point is, is you're not going to get the massive dudes that are lifting huge weights there, are you? There were a couple last night. Hmm. You know, that, but they're not the guys that are like, there's not people throwing weights down and grunting and blah, blah, blah. They're not. They're not doing that. All right. Okay. Fair. But just went out you've got the guys in like the... You know, the string freaking muscle shirts that are not supposed to be worn at Planet Fitness. Oh. Uh, so you've got those guys. Okay. You got guys like me who are, you know, I'm average. I know what I want to go in. I want to get, I'm not jacked. I'm not, I, you know, I'm going there to lose weight and tone up and do that stuff. Whatever. Fine. Um, at, at eight o'clock at night, no, no beginners. No beginners. No one just trying to figure it out. That was not there. I will tell but you just then, quick. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, but then you go to the females. Yeah. You got the fitness models, the ones who want to be influencers. You've got those. Wait, are they filming and shit too? No, they're. Oh. I, if they were, I didn't that would see be any. There's just too many. I think there's too many people to do that kind right. of thing. At that. Look, that doesn't bother me. Right. If someone's doing that, I know it bothers a lot of people. I've seen a I, few. I've seen a few. I, and I get it, right? Um, if you haven't, go online and find this guy, Joey Swole. Oh, love he's, Joey Swole. He's super awesome. Dude, go on TikTok. I bought his merch. I've yeah, got go his on, gym positivity merch. Go on TikTok and, and find Joey Swole. He talks about that stuff. He's awesome. But there's every cross section, and there's some of them that just make me crazy. Mm. And the groups make me even crazier. When there's like five guys in a group working out together, I'm like, I don't like Now, it. wait, 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 wait. What makes me crazy is the teenagers that kind of float around, and I'm no no de no no dig on the teenagers. Want them to be in the gym rather than somewhere else. Yeah, but it's sometimes a little bit of lack of respect for some of the stuff that's going on around them. For example, that's all I'm going to say. No, you got to say more. Like what? <sighs> Listen, I what don't want to be disparaging towards the kids that are saying, trying to make me healthy. 
I'm not saying out those kids. Just I'm curious what the lack of respect is. Well, like just the space they take when they're doing stuff. When you're on a machine and they're practically sitting on top of you, but they're on the next machine. Or how loud they're talking or the language they're using, which, listen, we're all adults. I don't mind a swear word here and there, as we know. But like, like, you know, it's it's a little bit. If you haven't heard the beginning of the show, go back and listen to that. Don't do that. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all I'm saying is like, like, have a little more respect. The other thing I will say is. Um, I'm, I'm going to maybe get a little controversial here. Oh, Justin controversy. I, I like love, it. I love the female form. I know where you're going. Do you not find the outfits a little bit much nowadays though? In terms of what? In terms of revealing this? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I it's nothing I like can, a good pair of tights. Listen, I mean, how can I okay. complain? But, uh, <laughs> you want to you think that was controversial i don't know i'm just i don't want to sound I'm misogynistic get, I'm a, or anything i'm like, about listen, to get controversial women. i'm about to get controversial all right i appreciate you wearing what makes you feel good fair but i'm sorry sometimes the things you're wearing don't complain if guys look that is a vi- i like that topic i mean i just my point is is i don't want to see your vagina that's what sure. I don't like. You know what that's, I mean? Like it's fair. Aw- it's awkward. We're close. I'm, I'm trying to work out, and those things sometimes are so tight. Everything's pulling sometimes up inside. Sometimes they just they just distract Justin. <laughs> so distracted. See, I'm just saying. Sometimes with the things that I see that that I like that the that, ladies are wearing. I like that when you said this, you lowered your voice so your wife who's in the next room can't hear any of this. She won't be texting during this segment. <laughs> I, I don't think so. But anyway, I'm just saying, sometimes don't complain to me that guys are looking. Because... I've, I think we should leave it at that. Yeah. But I'm with you there. Okay. See, watch, at, at watch Movati, the, listen, at Movati... Watch the vitriol that's going to show up. Hang on. on my, at Movati, there's a whole... I'm at Movati. At, there's a whole women's section. Yeah. You don't want to be looked at. You go to the women's section. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's, you, that's fair. So the women that come upstairs wearing next to nothing that are lifting weights... Again, around a whole bunch of testosterone-driven dudes. What do you expect is going to happen? They know. Uh, wow, I don't know if that. Move on. Let's let's just move on. Hey, we're digging a hole here. Let's just move on because <laughs> it's getting deeper. And deeper. <laughs> uh, listen. Oh uh, on the note of exercise, yeah. One of the things that I hate about winter. Oh. <laughs> and winter's here. By the way, <laughs> finally, uh, is snow. I mean, yeah. I love snow. <laughs> I, I love snow. hate snow. If winter didn't have snow and was warm, no, no, winter would be great. I hate moving snow, Joe. Let's okay. be more specific. Okay. Right. Now we moved into this house. We're in, I don't know, 2019, 2020, something like that. Yep. And it's a corner lot. Mm-hmm. And we knew full well coming in. It's a corner lot. The sidewalk goes all the way around. It sure does. And I'm a good neighbor. I understand that pe- the guy comes with the plow and and rips up my lawn every fucking week. Does he do that? To- oh, you don't have that type of... <sighs> I live in a gated community yeah. <laughs> where we pay for that kind of thing yeah. to be done. So <laughs> my taxes pay for that shit. Anyway, <laughs> so the thing is, is even though this plow takes forever to get to us, so I go out and I shovel it all because I don't want people slipping and falling. I'll throw salt down and everything. I spend my good hard-earned money on extra salt for, for my sidewalks, even though there's city property and the city comes and drops salt, but it's just not the same. 
And by the way, the city drops salt. I don't expect them to spend more money on salt, but they drop rock salt, which ultimately my dogs get it stuck in their feet and it's a huge pain in the ass. I hate Yeah, it's not good for animals, right? Anyhow, I digress. Shoveling snow fucking sucks. I hate it. I hate it. Last year, we had a huge storm. I don't know if you remember it, but it was one just one massive storm out of sudden out of nowhere. The world was shut down for like three days. We couldn't get out of our driveway because they didn't plow for three days. Right. Uh, and I went in a spur of the moment, pow, and was like, screw it, buying a snowblower. Oh, impressive that you could get your hands on one. Well, yeah, well, yeah, agreed. But also... Trying to buy a snowblower and get it home in the middle of a storm is not ideal. That's it's fair. almost like I had to walk the snowblower home, yeah, snowblowing my way home. <laughs> I rented the Lowe's rental truck. Like the van? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the funny part about you it. You don't they, even live that far from there. You live like no, right around the corner. No, they did. Well, because my cars I'm didn't I'm telling fit. everyone where Justin lives, by the way. <laughs> they pre-built... This, I live in Alton Village. What are you going to do? They pre-built yep. the snowblower so it didn't fit in my car in any way. Or my two of my cars, which had this, the hatchbacks and everything, the whole works. We have SUVs, but didn't fit. So I said, okay, can I rent the van? And they were like, I They didn't want know. you to take it in the snow. They were like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, I am right down the road. I just paid a lot of money for this snowblower. Let me rent the van. I'll be right back. Or bring it to me. Bring it to my house now. Because I well, need my, or I need my house. I need my driveway. And it wasn't just my driveway last year. I snowblowed the uh, the the ice rink in my backyard last year oh, too, yeah, which was awesome. That. Anyway, I drive this thing out the driveway of Lowe's. If anybody knows Lowe's in Burlington, there's a big long driveway that goes straight through onto Thomas Alton Boulevard. The second I hit Thomas Alton Boulevard, I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked. I'm fucked because the road is so bad. This big van which is front wheel drive only and it's a huge open van with no weight on the back yeah at all whatsoever yeah light it's just like you can't move in it i just i literally and then the plows had gone through thomas alton and i couldn't get off of thomas alton because of the huge snow banks on the side roads so i went straight through thomas alton all the way to walker's line Turn left on Walker's line, left on Appleby line. Got now or sorry, he's left. giving you directions to his house. I know. Uh, you know why? If it's Tom, it's listen. The point is, I got stuck in the middle of Dundas trying to start the like get moving. I'm pressing the gas, and the whole car's sliding to sideways. the right, yeah. sideways into the lanes that I'm trying to avoid. The whole thing was a nightmare, right? Um, one of the workers there graciously, and lo- I will throw this guy up into the air every day and and hooray this guy i don't know what i'm okay. trying to say here. say so you're throwing him in the air <laughs> i'm like hooray and like how lifting often him do up. you go to the gym this guy's like i'll put it in my truck he works there and drive it home with you and i'm like oh man you're the best i sent pizza back to lowe's that day i delivered had pizza delivered to lowe's for the entire staff there was like 10 people working that day so i hope uh, they weren't dri- this the pizza guy wasn't delivering the in the lowe's van no he hopefully he, he wasn't got there oh I, I i'm assuming the pizza got there it was a bad day long story short my question to you joe is now i don't know if you would even know the answer to this mm-hmm. are you pro snowblower because there's a lot of consternation about small engines and the environment okay so yes yes buddy am. so and only because and i'll tell you why my old man gets out there every everything he's he bought a snowblower like after after we moved out because my sister and i were his driveway clearers uh-huh but when we moved out he bought a snowblower 
getting older. Get a snowblower. But I see my old man out there. There's no way he could be removing any of this snow. Nope. There's there's no way. <laughs> and, and, like, forget, like, that snow that turned to ice, like, really, really fast, oh, like, last week. Yeah. There's no way. So, on, no on that day, way without a snowblower. The plow came overnight after I had plowed and snowplowed. Snowblown. Snowblown? Yep. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. And it left that huge pile. I came out in the morning, and that huge pile was frozen solid at the yeah. end of my driveway. Yeah. If I'd have had to chunk that out, I would have needed a spade, but even not just a, a normal even shovel. that stuff with oh. a snowblower is hard, man. Oh, it wasn't easy. Don't get like me wrong. Like I said to my dad, I'm like, look, I drive, I drive a big four-wheel drive vehicle. So I was able to get up and over that. I'm like, dad, don't push it. If you don't have to go anywhere today, do a little bit of it. Don't do much. And my dad's the type of guy. He'll clear the neighbors. He'll do that kind of stuff. But I'm like, don't, not today. Don't push that, man. I don't, my dad's, I don't, I don't know. I was, I was going to say 75, but he's not quite. I used yet. to have snowblower envy for the little guys with the little electric snowblowers. Yeah, going, like the snow throwers. And now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Justin's the guy that's driving by, and he's like blowing the snow on their driveway. He's like, suckers. <laughs> I do have to, look. Oh. I, I, look, I don't. Again, right now, where I live, I don't need it. Mm. I don't need it. But if I lived somewhere where you lived, I think a snowblower is imperative. I totally agree with you, and I would. I I said to my wife the other day, it was the best decision ever to buy this. Even if it, like my whole thing was, like you said last week, that snow last week, I would have taken me hour and a half, easy to do that whole sidewalk, everything with the weight of that snow and how hot, how how wet it got so quickly, because it started to rain after, right? Sure did. Thirty minutes, twenty five minutes out. And I still sweated, so I still got a bit of a workout. It's not like it's not a workout to push a snowblower around. No. You know? it, it, it is. It is a workout. So, And one day, like my grandfather, I want to own a pickup truck and my snowblower, and I want to drive around to all my kids' houses on snow days and snowblow their driveway. I just thought that was the coolest thing when my grandfather used to do that. He used to show up at our really? house on snow days with his little, he had one of those old Toyota pickup trucks that you would see in like, you know, those Toyota Hilux type trick. When you'd see like African nations with like terrorists with like guns on the back with the Toyota truck, that's the truck my granddad had. And he would drive around with this snowblower in the back and two two yeah. by fours that he would lean up against the snowblower, drop the thing down onto the ground by himself. Plow everybody's driveway. Go to the, my aunt's house. Yeah. My, my our house it was great. See, I'm the other way around on that. I want my kids to do that for me <laughs> because I'm greedy. But like. when you're retired, what else are you gonna do? Oh, I'll figure some things out. But being in the snow is not one of them. You will be Probably, on a beach. So I will be somewhere warm <laughs> where I'll tell my kids, "Look, make sure you snow blow my driveway, even though I'm not coming back until it until it all melts." Yeah. I don't need that hard pack of like complete snow. Just that no. thick layer of snow that freezes completely. I want it all gone. Gone. Even though I know it will melt by the time I get back, I still want you to snow blow it. We should all just get heated driveways. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh, <laughs> I think you might have something <coughs> from from Toyota trucks in third world countries to heated driveways. <laughs> Jesus. So hey, some might call them first world problems. Yeah. I call them first world luxuries. 
Well, I've got uh, we can uh, uh, we can do one of three things here, Joe. I'd like you to pick okay. a number between one and three, this and you will decide where the sh- the rest of the show goes. <laughs> it's like a choose your own adventure. Choose your well. I could tell you the topics, but I think it's more fun if you didn't know the topics and I just one, two, or three. It. Yeah. Do you ever do when you get one, two, or three, you try and figure out what most people would choose, and you're like, I'm not going to choose that one. Meanwhile, it's probably not. Re- I'm going to choose uh, one. Oh, you did it. You did it, Joe. I love it. Uh, <laughs> the 12 best metaverse projects for 2023. <laughs> Okay, because this is going to piss me off so much, can we just do top five? Yeah, I'm not going to do all 12 because there's there's quite a bit to go over here. But I thought I'd just pick the ones that I like the Uh, best because out of these, uh, there's there's a couple that are like the ones like overall best project and there's like the largest project and blah, 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 blah. Um, The mainstream metaverse project, NFT project by Adidas seems to be drawing a lot of attention we talked we've talked about shoes in the past yeah and oh, um, we have <laughs> i love how excited you are you picked it you picked it right should have got you to tell me what they were <laughs> the adidas into the nft metaverse collection made headlines during the release and it's no surprise why the project was created as a collaboration between the most expensive nfts including the board ape yacht Ugh. Uh, crypto punks and of course adidas with such influential names behind the collection it's of little surprise the collection has a floor price of 1.2 ethereum and ethereum's at like thousands of dollars per so like we're talking lots of money can i tell you i don't understand a word you're saying right now (laughs) i have no idea what you're talking about at all all of a sudden, isn't Ethereum like? Don't they put that in a bomb? Like, no, isn't that going that's, to a bomb? That's called that's called fake internet money. Is what the Ethereum is? Ah, magic money. Magic money. Although the window okay. to claim the merch there is closed, Adidas is working on phase two of the project, which will likely breathe new life into the collection. Along with real life merch, the Adidas Into the Metaverse collection also provided the owners with virtual experiences and wearables in the metaverse. The collection has a massive amount of hype behind it, and it's likely the second phase will perform even better. Come on. So I got to pay this magic Oh, my God. To get magic money, <laughs> to get magic clothing, to wear in the magic world. Yes. Is that, I pretty much nailed it right there, right? Well, yeah, great. I I'm mean, sure you're going to use your real money to get the magic money. Oh, my God. And then- I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit the world. I quit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is what's happening to our world, even though it's not really. It's not really. There's a real estate investment club, which is a metaverse for real estate entrepreneurs. Real estate investment club. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna, I have to ask a question. Are you in this club? I am actually not in this club. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask because it sounds like something you would do. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm not wrong. Uh, created by some of the designers from Grand Theft Auto and Red De- Red <laughs> Redemption. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that part of it. The NFT serve as your access and avatar to the real estate investment club, MetaCity, a metaverse dedicated to real estate oh educating God. and investing. The NFTs also grant holders access to the digital asset property group. Uh MetaCity is high definition metaverse created using. <laughs> Sorry, every time you say MetaCity, I'm like, uh, like SimCity, 
Like, yeah, are you playing like like the old Nintendo video game? It's like, yes. You know, I'm putting industrial here. I'm putting, and I got to make sure the traffic yes. flows. Oh my yes. God. Except it's Grand Theft Auto style. So you can you can shoot people while you're in the Meta City. <laughs> well, they're using Unreal Engine 5, which is essentially what Grand Theft Auto is built on. So yes. And and they used it to create Fortnite as well. <laughs> this means the metaverse will be highly polished with lifelike animations. The team behind it intends to construct its own metaverse as a service uh, to act as a virtual city for all real estate club members players can monetize their assets and services inside the metaverse to create an in-game economy or earn money hold on so now it's players so is this a video game well i mean they're calling it players but this is people that are in the metaverse but they're using real funds real money real assets to trade within this virtual world the team will host regular meetups. And the whole point here as well is they're actually going to do like education and training in the metaverse. So you could get I, someone from Dubai that knows about Dubai real estate can yeah. put on a training and people all over the world can join them in that room in that metaverse or in that place in that metaverse. Why don't you just do a Zoom meeting? Then you could talk to real people instead of magic. That's not fun. Oh, so now it's supposed to be about fun. Yeah. You want to make it engaging and interesting. And then they can sell their product directly and you can have live auctions and so hold on what is their product like the person's real part product i could i could for example sell my training products or sell my real estate through the metaverse using auction there's all kinds of things okay okay <laughs> you just picked this so you could just watch me get angrier and angrier as you went. All three of the stories were metaverse stories, so it didn't oh, matter. No, I'm just were. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> of course. They were. You know what? It's funny because I was like, are these three topics? Is, is one like, <laughs> let's end the show right now? Because if right now, I'm regretting not picking that one. It's like on TikTok when they hold those pieces of paper up for like the wife and one of them says blowjob yeah, yeah. and the other one says, dude, make dinner. And they yeah. have to pick one of them. And it's like, yeah, yeah you, you picked the wrong one, bro. I did pick the wrong one. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Let's do one more. I All think. right. I'll find one more for you that you like, that you'll like let's here. Uh, I like. I don't think you will. best <laughs> Web three fantasy sports Web three game. Silks is the world's first uh, derivative play to earn metaverse that uh, that mirrors the real world of thoroughbred horse racing. The platform bridges the gap between the real and crypto worlds by linking NFT silks horses derivatives to real world racehorses. So if you own the NFT of the horse that wins actual races in the real world, you are rewarded in the metaverse. The ecosystem works by taking the real world world data and statistics of living thoroughbred racehorses yeah. and linking them to the NFTs. For example, data such as bloodline training progress and racing results are inputted into the NFTs. And the diverse ecosystem of silks is comprised of the following types of NFTs, racing silks, avatars, horses, land, and stables. Um, so yeah. is this like gl basically glorified, educated gambling? 1,000%. Okay, so that, that's all this is. <laughs> because so like, what you're I, doing is you're buying... Someone else a, has done the research for me. So I'm picking uh, Magic Mike 5, the horse. Magic Mike 5, because yeah. I think he's really good. Yeah. And if he wins, I get real money. Yeah, but... but magic, magic money... It, but it's like, more like buying a share of the horse. Does right. that make sense? Okay. You're not gambling in that you're, 
you're betting on that one horse no, no, to win I the get one it, race. But I'm, I'm essentially that horse's owner, right? In right. Air quotes, right? So. Right. You know, if he wins, I get some sort of remuneration, if you will. Right. Right. That's just like a gambling site. It really is. That's just a gambling uh, site. The third, the this as Silk mirrors the thoroughbred horse racing industry, the potential for the ecosystem is quite vast. The industry generates about eleven billion dollars annually in the U.S. And so they're hoping to take advantage of some of that. Uh, the white paper estimates that yearlings, ho- uh, the horses that turn one year old, so yearlings, have an average auction sale price of $60,000. Oh. Uh, so you'd be paying into that realm for owning a piece of that horse in order to go. You're almost being a horse owner without having all the bullshit of having to feed, clean up shit, train. It's kind of cool. I'm almost in. Right? But it's. Wait, really? Come on. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it all on the win on that one. We got to end the show on that. We got to end the show on that. And on that note, (laughs) if you've enjoyed anything you've heard today, please feel free to comment on our Facebook page or wherever you can comment. And, uh, hey, tell a friend. We like friends. (laughs) We're out of here for another week. Bye, everyone.